0: G'day, welcome to Start Stoppers. Sorry, I thought I tried something different.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> G'day. I, I was going to start with a howdy.
0: Uh this, this time so i mean if you want to <laughs> <laughs> no i'm leaving this in by the way um, i am your host ramiz as always i'm your host ramiz and i am joined as always as always yeah sure as always by my co-host dylan howdy guys howdy 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 um so dylan how are you feeling after today's game uh better than after game one even though we're still down 2-0 a much so... more
1: competitive yeah, more competitive game this one.
0: Yeah, so the final score of Game Two of the NBA Finals was what one twenty four to one fourteen, was it? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so Lakers win, just just by ten points. See, I picked a single digit win. I I was close. I I was really hoping they would score just one more point. The Heat. It seemed like run. it seemed like ten
1: points was there the entire night. It just like. Every time the Heat would make a push, it would stop at the 10-point mark, and it wouldn't get any closer than that. That's what it felt like, anyway.
0: Right, and I think the biggest cause of that was... Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. What a game. Just unbelievable. 32 points, 14 rebounds. uh, Shot 75% from the field. But that third quarter, 7 for 8 from the field, 14 points. It was... It was actual perfection
1: on the basketball court. I mean, we threw Crowder at him, shot over the top of him, threw, Dave, threw Myers Leonard at him, shot over the top of him, uh, threw Jimmy on him, attacked the rim, got that crazy floater, dinker,
0: dumper shot to go in. I mean, unstoppable, just unstoppable. Crazy. I mean, just that kind of a stat line is just, it defines what the series has been so far. It's the Heat are good, but they just cannot stop these top guys for the Lakers. And without without Bam, I think that's kind of just what the story of the series is going to be, unless he comes back very, very soon.
1: Unless Bam could be effective defensively, straight back after his injury. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a quick series. I mean, AD was getting whatever he wanted. I didn't feel like he was making his own offense for the whole game, but... He was finishing everything set up for him. And then in the third, he took over, made his own offense, took tough shots. I mean, yeah, it's hard to defend a guy like that. I thought the zone the zone really crumpled when LeBron and AD were in the game together. Um, <clears throat> just LeBron knows how to pick apart this defense. And AD is the perfect guy to have down low to throw the ball or to set up in the middle of the zone and... Shoot that mid-range shot. I mean, it's just impossible
0: to guard. And even if it's not him, LeBron knows how to kick it out to three. The Lakers took 47 threes this game. Uh, A record, wasn't it? A finals record. Record. Finals record. 47 threes in this league game. And that that was a result of the zone. Just LeBron setting everyone up, getting... I think he had nine assists, I believe. Um, I think so. Yeah. So just, you know if he wasn't scoring which he did because he also scored 33 points very quiet 33 points mm. agreed but um on top of it, 33 points getting just everything he wanted the offensive end i mean
1: i thought the lakers were a bit cold to start the game from 3 but you know if you shoot 47 of them you're eventually going to make a few and i thought that's what happened they made key shots to stop yep. runs by the heat and to stay to keep leads especially rondo rondo had a great game this game um um, had, was it 16 points, 10 assists, made three threes. Yeah. Just, you know, leaving Rondo open. We've heard a lot about it how insulting work? that is to him. It used to work, but now it's, you know, we've heard about how insulting that is to him and he's making the yeah. heat pay at the moment.
0: He really is. Um, and also, so I guess since we were talking about Anthony Davis and LeBron a little bit, I want to know, find us MVP right now. Who would you pick?
1: I would take, I would take Davis. Right now. I mean, and, he's putting up historic numbers and he's, you know, as great as LeBron is, I thought defensively the Heat could hang better when AD was out of the game. Yeah. But AD was the fulcrum of destroying the Heat's zone, I thought. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been the most impactful uh, offensive player for the Lakers and defensively I mean, he's l- still been fantastic.
0: Yeah. I mean, let me throw there just – very base numbers that you saw LeBron's averaging 28 points, 11 rebounds, nine assists. Um, at the Davis, 33 points, 11 and a half rebounds, three assists. So, technically, LeBron is responsible for more points with the nine assists versus the three, but it's not a significant margin,
1: yeah. And a lot of those assists are going to Davis anyway. I mean, Davis, yeah, so it, it really is. I mean, two top five players on this team playing like the top two players in the league right now. I mean. Yeah, it's hard to choose. LeBron gets the legacy legacy vote, obviously, but I think AD has been more important to breaking down the Heat's defense.
0: See, I mean, I kind of just want LeBron to get. Like, obviously, we're not saying this series is over just yet. But if if the Lakers do end up winning it, I do want LeBron to get it, just because people will just have a field day saying LeBron got carried to this ring. If Uh, yeah, I I also want.
1: LeBron to win it just for the sake of oh, not hearing all these ridiculous arguments that you know, uh, LeBron got carried, like best yeah, uh, right. on his team. Yeah, exactly. what everyone knows he is.
0: Oh, clearly. But like, no people will use that as like this ring doesn't count. And even if it did count, he did it with Finals MVP, so it doesn't count for him anyway. Yeah, it, it does. Doesn't you know, he
1: he can't chase MJ if he's not the Finals MVP every time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh no, just absolutely ridiculous. But like. You know, we talked about their numbers a little bit. Like, they're both averaging over 10 rebounds a game. And I think rebounds were so, so important this game. Uh, the, the Lakers had 16 offensive rebounds.
1: A lot of them were Anthony Davis, too, in that yeah. third quarter. I mean, it's just Kelly Olenek. The zone already inhibits boxing out. I mean, no matter who plays the zone. But the Heat, already undersized, playing Kelly Olenek big minutes, playing Iggy at the at the at the five for long stretches of time. I mean, it really is hard to deal with Davis. Who's just a beast on the boards. He's able to outwork guys, out muscle guys, especially Olenek. Um <clears throat> And really just poor boxing out from the heat. I mean, Jimmy Butler gave up some boards. I saw Kendrick Nunn, who got a lot of fouls on box outs. Uh, yeah. The Lakers dominated on the boards.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and you really just can't let that many offensive rebounds get let up. Like, I, I don't know how many points they're led to exactly, I didn't see, but 16, I think, what what did the Heat have? I think they had five or something like that. You know, when you're giving up 11 more offensive rebounds than you're getting, that's a lot of points right there. Like, if that's, those offensive yeah. rebound numbers were even, then this game might be an entirely different story. Yeah, I had it here
1: that O-boards and threes pretty much won the game for the Lakers. I mean, <laughs> get the shots up and then get your misses. I mean, it's hard to come back from a deficit like that. the, when you're playing like that. the rebounds.
0: Yeah. And I, I mean, I think part of it is just how many Lakers guys have just been here and done this before. Like, taken their teams to championships and like at least been part of like really deep player fronts. Danny Green, Rajon Rondo, uh, LeBron James, Dwight Howard, Javale McGee, even though he hasn't been played, but like also another guy that's done it. There's you know, so guy. many vets that just know a lead is never safe. We need to play hard. We need to keep playing. Because you know you uh, saw these players, so many young teams and inexperienced teams and overconfident teams would blow big, big leads. I, I just can't see this Lakers team ever blowing a big lead.
1: We saw in game one LeBron get on his guys at the end of that blowout about still playing to the final buzzer. Um, yeah, And the Lakers did that this game. I mean, there was plenty of chances for Jimmy and the Heat to Going on a run in that fourth. Yeah, but the Lakers just stayed consistent. They played hard the whole time and they didn't let that lead up.
0: Yeah, once they got over ten, it just never never went. It back never to felt well, like really. it was
1: yeah, it felt like that. I think
0: it might have gotten down to like seven or eight at a couple of points, but like every time that would happen, or every time we would get down to ten, they just go on a six-o run, eight oh run, and then it would just back to be insurmountable essentially.
1: Yeah, they say basketball is a game of runs, but and it, and it was in the sense
0: that as soon as the Heat went on a run, the Lakers would go on a run. And it was yep. just back and forth the whole game. It's just a shame that the Lakers had that first run, I guess.
1: Yeah. It's about who gets the first run in, that's
0: right. Yep. <laughs> well, you, you mentioned Kelly Olynic there. What did you think about his play? I mean, I liked his aggression and, what do you have? 20
1: points, a big 20 points, stepping up in place of Bam and playing yep. pretty much a lot of, pretty much all the minutes at centre. <clears throat> that Iggy wasn't playing. I mean, Myers Letter got some looks, which I thought he was fine in the minutes he played. He was a threat to start the game. I think he had five points yeah. in the first quarter, which might have been all his he points for the really game. Intense, which I like. He did. He's an intense. He's an intense guy. Um, old Myers Letter, you know, shotgunning beers and he's a real frat bro oh, yeah. kind of player. <laughs> it I feel seem like. like
0: that. I feel like yeah. that fits with a lot of the guys though as well. Just it's get like, pumped up. If I'm thinking of like the most frat guys in the NBA, like. I would say Tyler Hero also kind of falls into that same category, even though he's technically not old enough to be a frat boy. No, he does seem like a bit of a,
1: a college douche, Tyler Hero type. Yeah. You know, too much, bit too much confidence. Um, but yeah, I forgot what we're talking about now. Uh, Kelly Olytic. Oh, Kelly Olytick, Um, <laughs> Shot a few too many bad shots. And in the fourth, got way too many looks. Like... I was really disappointed in how Jimmy, again, didn't step up in the fourth. And we've seen that he can. He just chooses not to, apparently. Um, yeah. This t- this game could have been a win for the Heat. I mean, offensively, they were getting whatever they wanted. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was really their defense that lost them this game. But um, Jimmy not taking big shots, looking to pass whenever he had the ball, wasn't aggressive like he was to start the game. And throughout the first three quarters, he was doing that. He finished with 13 assists. Um, You know, that's fine for the first three quarters, but he needs to take over. He needs to be the man in the fourth and lead this team, especially when they're missing so many other leaders.
0: Yeah. I mean, I wonder if part of it is he wants to kind of prove that he is a real team guy just because he's got such a bad reputation around the league of being like a bad locker room guy. Does he have? I, I, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who wants to go around proving himself to other people. But I don't like, think
1: he cares. No, no. I, I wonder think. if
0: that is an issue at any point though. Like, why, why does he become passive at times? Because this isn't the first time we've seen it. We've seen it a few times in these playoffs. Absolutely, where he just, you know, doesn't take over in the fourth. I mean, for the most part, he didn't need to up until, up until now. You know, they've been they swept round one, five games round two, six games round three. Um, but yeah, no, he, he's. I wonder why he is being passive because he doesn't seem like the guy that would ever want to be passive.
1: I think he views his playmaking as what makes the Heat tick. and But I think that only works when you have your stars out there to take over. Like, Druggish was the Heat's leading scorer for the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and he played great in, like, fourth quarters in taking big shots. Like, I remember that... that dagger three that he hit over Tice in game one or game two against the Celtics. Um, But, you know, Jimmy doesn't have those players out there now. So he needs to be the guy we've seen in Philadelphia. He can be a killer. Um, In the playoffs last year, he took and made big shots for the 76ers. But he's just reluctant to take these shots and just content with deferring to lesser teammates at the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, it really doesn't feel like he should be like that. But I guess he's he's always kind of played with, or at least recently he's played with a lot of other all-star kind of guys. Like, you know, it went from cat and then he went to play with Abina Ben Simmons, and now he's playing with these, uh, obviously, Bam and Goran Dragic. It's like, has he kind of become complacent in the fact that, like, oh yeah, I'm the second guy on this team? Like, well, in those other places,
1: know. he was the man in the fourth. I mean... So I don't know why it's changed with the Heat. I think, you know, maybe he's bought into the Heat culture too much. I think Maybe he, maybe it is he doesn't want to be seen as selfish. Or, but dur- during the course of the game, there'll be spurts where he just posts up, takes it to the rack three or four times in a row, three or four possessions in a row. So I don't know. The Heat need him to be the guy in the fourth, especially in close games like this, where <clears throat> they definitely had a chance to get a win here, a much-needed win.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is the first time LeBron's ever gone up 2-0 in a final series, which is pretty crazy to think. How's that for a stat? I didn't even think of that. Like, that's that's pretty crazy to, to see. I mean, like, when you really think about it, I mean, he's only won three final series, so you'd imagine he never went up 2-0 in any of the ones he lost, but... That is true. But, yeah, even in the wins, like, obviously, they had that comeback in
1: 2016. Yeah. But... Even even in that, the Thunder finals, yeah. you would have thought... Because they finished out in five. That was a quick series. Did Thunder get game one of that? I'm pretty sure. Well, um, I, I, I think, don't know which one they got, but they got one or two. Yeah, I think it was game one. So, I mean, I, it's a bit scary to see LeBron in such a position of power now. Not having to play from behind or equalize a series or know. try and get up on a series. He's got complete control over it now. It is a bit scary
0: for he the really Heat. He really just looks so intense and so locked in. Like, I I don't know if I've ever seen LeBron this locked in, other than, like, you know, with that big comeback.
1: Especially defensively, I thought, in the fourth. Yeah. he He was going after Jimmy Butler. He was fighting around screens. He was being physical with him. I mean, that probably contributes to Jimmy's disappearance in the fourth, but... LeBron, he looked intimidating. He looked scary in that fourth, locked in offensively and defensively, and he's locked I mean, in. It's... But he's he's calm. You know, he has complete yeah. control over the situation at all times. Control, yeah,
0: yeah. Because like you think about his previous finals appearances, they were you know it was against the Warriors super team? He how could he be in control when you know it could be argued that he wasn't the best player in the court. Maybe Kevin Durant was the best player of the court in those games, but like he's clearly the best player of the court, um, unless you know, he chooses to let Anthony Davis be. Because let's be real here, Anthony Davis isn't being the best player on the court if LeBron wants to be the best player on the court. Yeah, agreed. But, you know, I mean, he's just playing with so much control. He's like, okay, I know I can beat these guys. And he's he's proving it.
1: He is, yeah. He's just,
0: he knows that no one on the heat can hang with him. And so he's
1: just taking full advantage of that at
0: the moment. And yeah, I mean, he was doing that. He's done this that the entire playoffs. He did it against the Blazers. He did it against the Rockets. He did it against the Nuggets. Like he knew no one he can stop me. And pretty much, yeah. <laughs> king stays king. King stays king, king. king, baby. Yeah. Well, let's not get let's not get too down. I think the Heat do still have a shot in this series. You know, it's as you've said many, many times. As you said when the Nuggets were down three one, both times to me, it's not over till it's over. Not over till it's over,
1: and the Heat the, the Heat showed life through three quarters in this game. You know they would with, they withstood that um, that third quarter run by the Lakers where they started the yep. quarter perfect. Um, I remember we were talk we were texting during the game, and I said, "How is this not a thirty point blowout right yep. now?" It was, a, it was a thirteen point game, and it was ten heading against the fourth. Like the Heat were in this, um, I thought they got contributions from guys to make up. Offensively from Bam and Drugich, I thought Nun was very impressive. Uh, attacking the rim, I, I never realized how quick Nunn is. <clears throat> he, was he is so fast, he's so quick and he's athletic in the rim, like he gets up to the rim, he doesn't try and oh, that float block. it around, guys. Oh, that, that block, block on, on Anthony Davis. Oh, my lord, one of the plays of the game that was awesome! Oh, yeah, and I'm not sure if you saw um, Nunn was on the fast break. And you could see LeBron start to zone it, like lock in on him, and come for that chase down block. But yep. Nun gets it up on the rim too quickly and scores the two. Um, Nun had a great game. Hero had a good second half. First half, he was terrible defensively and was sort of forcing shots. Um, but Hero had a better second half. Uh, and yeah, Olinick brought the brought the intensity. I'll say that much,
0: <laughs> which uh, was
1: surprising irrational confidence. Um, yeah, came out, bombed away from three, made some he, he's a good roll guy, good hands, can finish around the rim better than you'd think. Yeah. Offense, yeah. Offensively, the Heat were in a in a zone. Like they could pretty much score at will. But the trouble was the Lakers could too on the other
0: end. Yeah, and that's what if, if this comes out to a shootout without Bear, without gore Dragage, I think the Lakers win that shootout. Which is
1: surprising. I, I think, but yeah, right now they're winning right the now, shootout.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, one other one other note I wrote down. I told you about this: uh, Kuzma blocking Tyler Hero, getting revenge for Tyler Hero stealing his goal. Yeah, <laughs> I <don't> know <laughs> if he it. stole his goal, but let's go with that. We'll go with that. It makes it more interesting, more more spicy.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought Kuzma had a great game today as well, especially in that first quarter. He looked aggressive,
0: shot threes, made attacks at the rim, blocked Hero. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Lakers fans do not like Carl Griezmann, is what I've gathered. Really? <laughs> I he, thought he, he was their guy. I don't think so. I, I've i seen a lot of Lakers fans on Twitter turning on Carl but They're like, this guy's just not good. This well, guy that, is supposed to be our third best player, and yet he's playing like our seventh best player. That, that tragic Bronson play where he tried to throw that oh, no. behind oh, the head, oh, the pass. God,
1: no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure if you saw the video going around of earlier in the year, LeBron talking about how you don't pick yourself up, your teammates will come pick you up if you end up on the ground. And then Kuzma ends up on the ground after that pass, and AD and LeBron just couldn't get away from him quick enough. (laughs) Like, the level (laughs) of disgust that it seemed like
0: were going through their heads. Uh, I saw a picture of just LeBron just looking in absolute shock at Kuzma, like, (laughs) halfway through that pass. He was like, what are you doing?
1: (laughs) There's no way he's trying this.
0: (laughs) What was he even trying, though? I couldn't tell what he was trying to do. He
1: was... Trying to feed the Bron in the Junker spot. And I mean It ended up hitting the rim. It was it
0: was just a bad bad pass. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. Picky on Kalkuzma happens. Probably a bit too much. Let's let's lay off the guy. I mean he he hasn't been great, but sure, we'll give him a break. They're up to her. Alright. Um, any other notes on this game? Um just how good the,
1: the Lakers bench was. I talked about Rondo already, he had a great game. He was a zone buster as well. He would get to the middle and find guys or hit that mid-range. He was just hitting shots all game, hitting threes. Uh, Caruso had a great game, hitting open threes, Uh, energetic defensively. He had that great uh, transition steal. uh, uh, I don't know what, I think it was second quarter. Um, Morris hit important shots, open shots. That's all you can ask for him. Interesting to watch if Danny Green's in- injured. There was a second there where it seemed like he'd pulled a hamstring or something. I did But he, he ended up playing the rest of the game, I think. so. But no, it was a much improved game from the Heat. Not that it could get much worse from game one. Yeah. But um, yeah, the Lakers look in control at the moment.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay, so let's get to some of those some big stats from tonight. I've got I've got a good one, obviously, for Anthony Davis, but I also have a good one for the Heat, so you might like this one. But Anthony Davis is just the third player in finals history with 32 points, 14 rebounds, 75% for the field. The other two, LeBron James... Sorry, not LeBron James. Uh, Shaq and Larry Bird are the other two.
1: Larry Bird, wow. Yeah, that's pretty elite company to be in. I mean, it was just complete perfection from AD tonight.
0: Yeah, it was weird... How he had a quiet fourth quarter, you know, only I think four points in the fourth, but
1: and a he and a quiet really first
0: much more. Yeah, I mean, and a quiet first quarter. I like I told yeah.
1: you at the start of the I game. Mean, he scored like ten in that first quarter, did he? He scored ten, but I mean, I did miss the first two minutes of the game, but so I probably missed a few buckets. But it just seemed like I was shocked to see that he played all twelve minutes of that first quarter.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, you said that to me. I, I thought he also only played like five or six minutes in that first quarter. Like, I just kind of stopped noticing him out there for that, for part of it.
1: Yeah, but, you know, that third quarter run and halfway through the second, he turned it on big time.
0: Yeah. All right, but another fun stat for you, Jimmy Butler. 25 points, eight rebounds, 13 assists. Fifth time in finals history that's ever happened. The other people who have done it, uh, one, Magic Johnson. The unfortunate thing is the other three were all by Jimmy Butler's opponent, LeBron James.
1: Oh no, <laughs> it, it was a
0: yeah.
1: I mean, it was a great game. He he had like seven assists in the first half or first quarter, maybe. Yeah, I think it might have been first quarter. He was just finding guys. Um, he had a great game, but needed to take Not over. But it seems like LeBron has big plays against Jimmy Butler. He's hit two game, game winners against him. One of them in the playoffs, you know, that heartbreaker where the Bulls could have been up 3-1 over the yep. Cavs in 20- 2015. Yeah, um, Yeah, I think LeBron's got a bit of a vendetta against Butler.
0: Yeah, I mean, it might just be that song. Do you know the song Jimmy Butler is your father or something like that? No, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. There was just this random fan made song where it's like LeBron, you may be king, but Jimmy Butler is your father. It was. The- <laughs> I just, look that up on YouTube if you are listening to this. Jimmy Butler is your father. It'll probably come up. But <laughs> I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look that up. It's a very weird song. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, just he really does kind of just take it to Jimmy. But then again, I guess LeBron just kind of takes it to other stars in general.
1: I mean, yeah, he just takes it. I mean, King stays King. He's just King stays King especially these playoffs is just look laser focused.
0: Yeah. All right. We also had an over under from last game. So you said Jimmy Butler's uh, over under line at twenty eight and a half points. We both took the over. I mean, it wasn't a bad pick necessarily at 25. No, I,
1: I mean, we were close at least. And I think yeah. had he done the right thing, he would have got that
0: over, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was happy. I was happy with the line. Yeah. All right. Have you got one for us for next game? Um, actually we'll go
1: Rondo made threes. I mean, we've seen him make some threes this series already. He made three yep. in game two and the heater daring him to shoot it. We'll see if that holds up, but I think it will. I mean, if, if anyone's going to hit threes on you, your first option is Rondo, you know, you leave yep. him open. So we'll set the line at oh, one and a half. Ooh. He was he was
0: one for five in game one, and he hit three in game two. Give me the over. I think he'll get two. I think I'm I'm gonna. Not only am I gonna say over, just at definitely two. Definitely two.
1: Yeah, I I was I was torn between setting it at one and a half and two and a half. Yeah. Um. I'll go the under. I think he only hits one. Okay. I think yeah. We'll see you here. I think he gets in the in the middle of the zone more. That worked for them, so he'll be less on the
0: perimeter. Okay. Well, speaking of next game, what are you looking for? What do you, What did the Heat need to do to not lose the series next game? <laughs> Play defense. Play defense. Yeah. <laughs> on any
1: level for any stretch of time against anyone would be <laughs> yeah ideal. Um, God, Duncan Robinson uh, is getting absolutely cooked by LeBron at the moment. That yeah. Uh they, they talked about it on the broadcast, potentially because the Lakers height is so impactful in the rebounding down down near the baseline, mm. the heat the heat player weird 2 3 where they set up their their big wings at the top, and they talked about possibly switching that back so that their guards are at the top of the zone <clears throat> and their bigger okay. players are down in the in the three formation. So yep. we'll see, I mean, the Heat have found success all playoffs with having Jimmy and Iggy or Crowder or one of their other wing defenders up top. But we'll see if that holds. I mean, I don't really think that's an answer. I mean, Jimmy or Duncan Robinson, I don't think they're boxing out AD or Dwight yep. or... Um, we'll see how, how ready to go Bam is. I mean, by all reports, he's playing game three. Okay. Um, well,
0: is
1: it is better. I mean, a better matchup for AD, but that shoulder seems like it's. I mean, it took a bump in, in the Celtic series. It's taken another big hit, obviously, yeah. in game one. So we'll see how effective he could be. Maybe even just as a decoy offensively and just conserving him defensively because that's where they need him most right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they really just need someone to get in front of AD, but. Then again, AD had a great game one as well, even with Bam out there for, at least part of it. Even though so, AD,
1: even though Bam wasn't on AD a whole lot, you know, we'll see true, if that true. if that matchup happens a bit more. I mean, at this point, I think it has to. You can't keep hoping for Crowder to magically shut down AD.
0: Yeah, and I think you, I think you live with what Dwight gets. I'd say. I mean, Dw- did Dwight play outside of the first quarter in this game? I don't know. Yeah.
1: I, I feel like we didn't see him for the rest of the game. He played, he played. seventeen minutes, so he must minutes, have. So he would have. But I mean, he had I think he had six he had six
0: points. I think they were all in the first quarter. Um, I do remember that, yeah. Actually, so my first note that I wrote down was Dwight Howard is everywhere. And then <laughs> that was like four minutes.
1: That was the first two minutes of the game that I missed, so I didn't see I didn't yeah. see that. But um yeah, I think you live with Dwight doing whatever he does because he's not yep. really there after the first five minutes of the game. It seems like anyway.
0: So yeah, just try to stop AD as much as possible, and then hope LeBron doesn't beat you. I guess, but I don't yeah. know. Like, if I guess if you've got someone else on AD, maybe you could chuck Jake Crowder or LeBron, which would probably be not a terrible matchup. I mean, Jimmy's on LeBron already, so I'm not sure what much. What I think I would, I think I prefer. You know, letting him have an easier defensive assignment, so he's you know got more going for him offensively because you know guys will get tired guarding LeBron. That is true, but I mean we've already got our best
1: defender on LeBron. Crowder's is, Crowder's is, he's a bit taller than Jimmy. He weighs a bit more, yeah. but he's not as skilled defensively as Jimmy is. No, but um, it doesn't seem like Jimmy's made much of a difference anyway. So maybe giving LeBron a different look will just. Shake things up a little bit. Give him, you know, so. five minutes for LeBron to figure it out before he starts dominating Crowder,
0: too. No, I mean, I think that's the game point. Shake things up just a little bit, see what works. Don't let this series end next game because if they lose, then it's over. It's over. I mean, I mean, it's not over until it's over, but like it's over. <laughs> yeah. I felt like this
1: game was important for it not being over. I mean, I find it very hard for the, seeing the Heat win the next four games in the next six. Five, yeah. Yeah, five. Yeah, five. Well, um, five. Yeah. I mean, but we'll see. It's not over till it's over, it is. It's not over. Um, all right. So, what's your pick for game three? My pick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did like what I saw through for them. The Heat, even though they were down the whole game, they were yep. in it at least. Um, maybe Olynyk plays a bit better in less minutes with Bam back, um, even playing his Leonard a bit more, didn't seem like it could hurt. Uh, and then hope Jimmy, you know, hopefully Jimmy realizes what he needs to do after this performance, that yeah. a lot of this is on his shoulders. And it, who knows? Maybe we see a bit of, we've seen a lot of Haslam talk. Maybe <laughs> start, starting Haslam. I'm here uh, for it, honestly. I mean give him some run. sure. I mean, he's 40 years old, but... He's a big body. He's in shape. <laughs> he played two he's games another, of the regular season.
0: Yeah, he's another six fouls to throw at AD. I don't. hate I actually don't hate it. I, mean, I don't hate the idea of him just going out there and like hurting AD a little bit. Just like beating the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I'll Which go. A
1: few times. Yeah. Exactly. Make it. Make. The, I mean, any presence known would be great against AD at this point. Yeah. Um, so. This is a completely homer pick, but I'll go I'll go the heat. They get one. They make it yeah. interesting before
0: they lose in five ultimately. I'm also going with the heat. This is not a homer pick. I just think the heat are due for a win. Like I I don't know. I, I like the idea of like this team's just due for a win. They will get one in here somewhere. I Give mean me the heat by eight points. Eight points? Jeez, that seems steep. I feel like if <laughs> yeah, any I,
1: know. I feel like any heat win in this series is gonna be Maximum three points. It's going to be absolutely squeaking it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this Heat team's mentally strong. Yeah. We, even after the beating that they copped by the media and probably by themselves after that game one, they came back and played much better in game two. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jimmy talks the talk of, you know, we're here to win. The Series isn't over till it's over. Exactly. So they're mentally strong. I, th- yeah. I'm not. I'm not completely against them winning game three, but I'm sceptical.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, before we wrap things up, so we were to talk a little bit about how Doc Rivers got himself a brand new job very, very quickly, actually. Yeah. What was it? 48 hours or 72 hours <laughs> after? Something like that. Like I remember Woj tweeting like a couple hours before Doc Rivers got hired that like the courtship process was very quick, but Doc Rivers is not the only candidate. It, like, m- I think Mike D'Ant- Mike D'Antoni was also thrown in there, and then it was like two hours later, Doc Rivers got hired.
1: Yeah, well, there was rumors of D'Antoni getting the job in hopes of luring Harden to the 76 to Too Philly.
0: too Philly, Yeah, actually, honestly,
1: nah. Well, Doc's an interesting case. I think I don't, I don't really think Doc's a great coach for skilled teams, for no. teams that are competing. I mean, his track record shows. I mean, he did win a championship with the Celtics in 2008, yeah. but since then it's been nothing but disappointments. And I'm not sure how much Doc is to blame for that. I mean, they've had some mentally weak teams there in Clipperland for the last seven years. Sure, but, but I, I guess Doc is part of
0: that. I'm yeah. I'm sure of it at this point. <clears throat> so I mean, if you look at the trend of it. I guess the, the amount yeah. of like big leads and stuff they they've blown just. Yeah, I mean he's blown. Two three one leads since he's been there, and now yeah, stepping and into a one with he had another one before did he was he was he ever treated with the English magic yeah, yeah with the magic
1: yeah i yeah that's where I think doc thrives is as a development coach, uh, you know he takes you know th- those clippers teams that made the eight seed last year, you know that's where he thrives like I, no one thought those teams were going to be playoff teams. they had the hodgepodge of <laughs> Tobias Harris while he was there, Gallinari, Shea, yeah. Patrick Beverly. Um, so I think he excels in getting, lifting teams up that to probably points where they shouldn't be, but I don't think he's the great coach for getting teams over the hump into championship yeah. contention.
0: Then again, I don't know if many of those guys really were available around here. Cause I don't see Mike D'Antoni beat that guy either. Really? Yeah, true. Um,
1: I mean, I think I would have rather had Dan Tony.
0: But I don't know. Not, and I, I don't know, the Sixers, not really. I, I feel like they need someone who can kind of like get Joel Embiid's head and get him to play with a lot more effort. I don't see Dan Tony as that guy. Like effort defensively especially.
1: That is true. Um Yeah, Doc's, Doc's known as a personality guy. So hopefully he's able to sort of get the weird aura and like vibe that's around the Sixers team, sort that out, because it always seems like Embiid and Simmons are one, you know, one season away from being Kobe and Shaq and just absolutely hating each other. Yeah. So hopefully Doc can sort something out there and get them to play together efficiently. And maybe like they could be Kobe and Shaq, but like the good part of it first. The, the good part of it, the first part, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we saw reports also of <clears throat> Doc reportedly wanting to trade Ben Simmons. To the T wolves for the first pick, and I don't, I don't know about I didn't that. Hate that. I don't think that actually. I think that's the worst trade package for Ben Simmons you could possibly get.
0: What the first pick, and what else in this
1: year's draft? Absolutely, and they're going to draft Lamelo Ball apparently.
0: Okay, what else? Uh, well, Anything I mean, else I mean, they'd have just the first pick and salary guys. Then no, but if it's the yeah. first pick and something a little bit better, I don't know what's a little bit better, but. First pick in Malik Beasley, maybe. Well, he's he's unrestricted,
1: isn't he? Oh, he's restricted. Still, I don't think they can trade him because he's not... Yeah, they can't trade him until they sign. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: (laughs) um, Yeah, it was just rumors, but yeah, Doc, uh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm not overly optimistic about it.
0: No, no. I mean, I don't think it's a coaching issue that they have, really. I think it's a personnel issue. It's a player issue. Um, yeah. but maybe they'll sort it out maybe they will be Kobe and Shaq or maybe they'll be Kobe and Shaq who knows <laughs> <laughs> the two ends of Kobe
1: and Shaq are definitely in play here I mean while we're on the subject um, who do you think the Celtics uh, the Sixers should move forward
0: for, move forward with I say keep Ben Simmons I, I like Ben Simmons more than Joel Embiid for the Sixers I know Joel Embiid is like the face of the process but ultimately it's been his team for a few years and they haven't had the success they need he's been I yeah, I agree completely. I yeah. think Ben Simmons is a more uh,
1: contemporary player. Like he, he's a Yarnas type. Shooting, yeah, other than the shooting, but like the way, yeah, the way he facilitates offense. A big, yeah, you know, a big guy. He's six ten. Like he could play center in a yep. lot of lineups around the league. But he could also handle the ball. Unreal
0: defender. Did he make? All defensive second team or first team? Yeah. I think it was second. No, no, it was first. It would have been first. Yeah, he made all defensive first fourth, team. I mean he was fourth in all in defensive player of the year, but that's voted differently to all defensive teams. Yeah. You?
1: All defensive coaches,
0: I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: because you've had good yeah.
0: situations where guys like almost won defensive player of the year but didn't make all defensive at all. That happened this year in the WNBA. I'm not sure if you saw this. I can that. pa- That's
1: why I brought it up. Candace Parker won Defensive Player of the Year and didn't make any of the all defensive teams.
0: Yeah. I want to say Marcus Sol also did that, maybe?
1: He made... Yeah, he won Defensive Player of the Year, got second team in 2013. That's right. Yeah. Because LeBron's still salty about that. Yeah. He, brought it, he brought it up earlier this postseason.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Also, speaking of Marc Gasol, uh he's decided to leave the NBA and go to Spain. That news came out, I believe, yesterday. Is that official, is it? I believe so. I didn't catch this at all. Wow. I, mean, um, I I just saw it on Twitter yesterday, very briefly. But yeah, Marcus All leaving the NBA. Hello, post-production Ramiz here. Um, So I just did some fact-checking as I was listening through this episode and editing it. Um, And I realized, no, it's not confirmed that Marcus All is leaving the NBA. He might be, he might not be. I don't know. I just saw it on Twitter. Let that be a lesson to you. Don't believe everything you read on Twitter. This has been a fact-check by Ramiz. Wow, that's... I mean, yeah. I gonna miss him. I will I'm going him, to miss him yeah that's for sure um he's, I think it's time for him to move on anyway I mean he's he's of the age as to where like he could maybe get one veteran minimum contract and that's going kind to of it.
1: Uh, he um he he's definitely be kind of the playoffs he definitely looked aged in the playoffs this year yeah um, I mean, he is you know I mean was he hard to play him hard to play him yeah and um, you know going back home, potentially playing with Powell. I mean, that's pretty cool. Good way, to, good way to end his career. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you also look at it like, what more is there for him to achieve really? Like he, he's got himself a championship, which he was actually an important player in. Yep. He got some all defensive accolades. He's going into the hall of fame for sure. Um, yep. Like what, he's got some, what more in- is there for him to do really?
1: Yeah. He's got some international success. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he's had a well-rounded career from the second round pick, the chubby, the chubby Marcus
0: Sol that we saw in his younger years. Which is surprising considering kind of where he was in like 2010, really. I don't think anyone really picked him to be like, you know, as I don't think a lot of people picked him to be what he was going to be. No, he really, and it,
1: he really blossomed into a modern player. I mean, it's it just sort of one season. He started hitting threes. And then yeah. I'm not sure if you remember this um, all-star game. I think it was 2015. Uh, Pau Gasol and Marc Gasol started the All-Star game that year and Marc Gasol was just unreal that season. Like, I think, I think that was his see, first breakout that. year.
0: Did he finish fourth in MVP voting? Am I remembering that correctly? Fourth? I'm, I'm checking that now. I swear he finished really high in MVP voting one year. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. The The year that
1: the Warriors won their first title, the Grizzlies were actually the, the team with the hot start that season. I remember. I remember that... 'Cause I thought that they could possibly win it all. Like they started the season super hot and then the Warriors sort of overtook the narrative from there.
0: Yeah. And the uh, season that from was there. sorry, he didn't finish fourth, he finished eighth, but and he only, he only got two fifth place votes. But I remember being surprised seeing him there. But I remember he was like really high on people's like power rankings and things like that a lot. But like that team was that that was like Tony Allen, Zach Randolph, like Grit and Grind. Grit and Grind, one of the last years of grit and grind, yeah. Mike Conley, yeah. yeah. And, like, I think Microsoft kind of goes down in history as, like, a player that fits into that, which I think is pretty cool. Like, being known for, like, fitting into, like, or being a big part of, like, a system. Yeah, especially that, that, that grit and grind era is going to be remembered fondly, I'm pretty sure. You know,
1: likeable guys on that team and a really hard-nosed, distinctive way of playing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, especially compared to what, you know, we see now where it's, you know, pace and space as opposed to grit and grind. Like, basically exact opposite. <laughs> I mean yeah, they hung on to Grit and Grind as long as they could too.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, definitely a contrasting
0: way of playing to now. Yeah. Well, that's good good ending for all I would say. Um Yeah, what a crew. I don't think we've actually heard anything official about Powell, though. You know, maybe he does come back for another year. Forty one for the Bucks. I thought he got a front office job, but i I may have remembered that incorrectly. I thought he was still. I, I don't think he's still under contract for next season, but I don't know. He hasn't said anything as far as I'm aware, because he was on the Bucks. I remember yeah. that, but I don't think he ever played because he had a foot injury. Yeah, his Google page says he last played for the Milwaukee Bucks, so he's not technically retired, but he's not. He hasn't signed anywhere else, and he hasn't made any other decisions yet.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming he's close to hanging up he's been around for a long time and done plenty as well like
0: a successful career like power gasol can't do much more either really no not at all right well uh did you have anything else you want to say on this game next game doc power mark anyone anything (laughs) and if you think we've covered no i think that's (laughs) cute basically (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, if you've liked this episode, please leave us a like on YouTube. If you're listening on YouTube, of course, leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts because I got that sorted between this episode and the last one. We're now on Apple Podcasts, which is crazy. <laughs> um Yep, uh follow us on all of our social medias. So stat stuff is on Twitter, stat underscore stuff is on Instagram, and stuff is on Facebook. You can email us at statstuff is5gbo.com uh if you have any thoughts on anything we talked about. Other than that, uh thanks for joining us. Peace.